0: Universal Studios Hollywood in beautiful Los Angeles, California. ToadHopNetwork.com. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching.
1: Are you hearing anything? Yeah. Listen, if we're going to have a, a <laughs> ship that's ran. It's radio worth watching. Re- okay, oh, here, here we go. We're starting over. Listen. Listen, pod- Gint. Yeah, I can't have you holding us down. You know what I mean? Here at Heford and Reap, we have a, we have a high standard. <laughs> and, and if if that's how you're going to, you know, come to work like that, all boozed up like you are, we're not going to have it. So uh, uh, I know Heffern and Reap are ready, uh, but my young man, are you? Are we officially ready all to start?
2: All right, it? let's here try are. this again.
3: Number one, then. There we go. And number one, now. You're listening to Heffern and Reap. Heffern and Reap. Rated number one podcast by the World Podcasting Federation and the Podcast Ranking Association. Also, awesome, no, too. Real. I need to
1: says- apologize to my dad growing up. I thought I had a dumb dad, right? <coughs> because when my mom would ask him a question, he would just stare at her. And he would look scared. (laughs) His eyes would be big and he'd start sweating. I'm like, man, that's an easy question. I got a dumb dad, I can't have friends over. Then I got married and went, oh. I get it, good play, dad. I don't know how to answer simple questions. My wife will go, I'm going to the store. Do you want to go? I don't know. Because I've answered both ways and they've both been wrong. That's the thing, literally. I've gone, yeah, I would love to go to the store with you. Fine, but this is my trip. Don't be breathing down my neck. There's things I want to look at, and I don't want you rushing me, and... Oh, well, then you know what? Then I'll stay home. Fine, I'll go by myself. Hope nothing happens to me. We both try
2: to help around the house, but we both cannot stand doing dishes, man. We hate them. Hate a dirty dish. And they just... They just pile up in the sink. Like, and after a while, it just turns into a contest to see who can stand the filth the longest, you know? I go in the kitchen, just looking for something to eat off of. I look over in the sink. There's this huge, nasty pile of dishes. Just looking at me, you yeah. know? Hey, John! Don't look in the cupboard, John! We're all right here, buddy. Every one of us, dirty as hell, John. We're covered in mustard, mayonnaise, and ketchup. <laughs> There's a chicken wing in here somewhere, John It's from 1997 It used to be covered in barbecue sauce But now that is part of my nervous system, John (laughs) Guess what? You're out of paper plates (laughs) You're screwed, John (laughs) Hey, there is a frisbee in the garage Maybe you can eat off the frisbee, John Maybe you can drink your drink Out of the laundry detergent lid, John it's clean, it's the target! She fits right in with my family, though, because we're all crazy.
3: Lock it in and rip the knob off. You're tuned in to the number one show on the planet The Heffron and Reap Show.
2: Now, how smooth did that, that sound. sound? professional right there. That was like playing an instrument, what I did it. Yeah, I know. I was watching you and mesmerized. My heart, yeah. huh? My heart was racing a little bit. Yeah. My heart was <laughs> racing a little bit. You were on your game. You know this. what you're doing, and I like
1: that. I want this to sound good. I thought it sounded great. I want this Once it got going, it was
2: good. It yeah. was
1: just a little bump at the beginning. was not our fault. Yeah. It's oh. the youth. <laughs> Look at his eyes.
3: <laughs> this kid is that.
1: Yeah. Well, smoking. here's our deal our, our whole uh, show is depending on. Who who doesn't really care about us? Right, like because he can go hit the town, get boozed, roll (laughs) in with probably the same clothes that he had on last night. He doesn't care about the John Heffern, John Reap, uh, whatever we have, whatever career we have. No, he just phones it in. He's gonna he's gonna find a job that probably pays money, right? uh, Anytime soon, and then he's gone. There you go. That's so he, he does. He's not vested in this show. But other than that, I thought it was smooth. Uh, I liked the beginning. Uh, it sounded like a real radio show. I like your bit, by the way. You know, I haven't heard all of your stuff. I've only seen you perform uh, one time. Right. I've only seen you. Do well, you that's friends? how we worked together. I have comic friends that I think I've known for, you know, 15, 20 years. I've never seen them do (laughs) stand-up. That's true. Ever. You just know of them, and you hear them going on dates. Yeah, and And you like them as people, and it's like, well, that's all I need. That's all I care about. But what would you do if you went and saw them? (laughs) Right. And they were just horrendous. Horrible. Or just the hackiest
2: hack of all time. And then a thief, too, on top of that.
1: Yeah, would you be able to, like, would you have to? It depends on how long we were friends before I knew that they were. Maybe that's why my friends don't come and see me. I have friends that live out here 15, 20 years. Yeah? Hey, I'm performing at... Oh, yeah, yeah. No, can't get a sitter. Right. But, yeah, they want to hear. I got to... Before we get going, and then I have my wife's voice in my head as I normally do. Okay. She wrote some notes about the show. Oh, all right. A couple things. Interesting. She thinks, one, she says, I need to let you talk more. Okay. She's like John just seems really sweet and just nice. And oh, you're, just, you're not you don't. He doesn't get to display that because you're just. And then you need to relax. <laughs> I see you on the camera and you're just too fidgety. And I'm like, so, but but I I am a conductor. <laughs> right, I'm, you're, I'm you're playing working. stuff. I got stuff. So what? I He's move. He's got and, the in, board. And I jitter.
2: That's is your thing. You're an energetic, fidgety guy.
1: Well, well I, I think am. yeah. So no, she no, said well, that. Well, So I will pre- actively. What's your, what's your wife's name again? lia lia So I'll actively uh, make sure I let you talk. Thank you, Leah. I love you. And then what else she say? Uh yeah. Does she sound like she that. Were you doing an me. accurate impression of her just then? No, no. I uh Yeah, she doesn't I my wife doesn't sound like a gay guy. <laughs> okay. Usually anytime a guy starts <laughs> talking about their wives it turns and into... then she thought like, hey sister like, Really? It's <laughs> right. a black woman? You're married to a black woman? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um so I will uh make sure that. Alright. Um and uh, also she told me to uh to enjoy myself more. Because okay. I'm obsessed with this podcast. You yeah. don't understand. No. I, I'm, I'm not going to settle for... Uh, we got to be... That's like, what I love about you, I'm Top ten. Y- I throw it all in I there. I know. I'm, you I'm want obsessive. it to be the best that it can possibly be. I'm well, like, hey, we're doing that. it here, and then people are giving a shit. By the way, I added $400 to the swear jar for Wounded Warriors every time we swear. I filled it. So we technically have... About 350 swears. No, you don't have to use them up this show. Do I need to go these on that? Yeah, you will. You owe you keep
2: $200, sure. am I going to add another $400? we will just see what happens. Because right, right now, lo- I'm ideas.
1: looking pretty bad. If you go to, it uh, looks uh, yeah. like you
2: did all the Swear- money, and I look like the jerk who doesn't well, want to give any us. money to the
1: Wounded Warriors. It was uh, swearjarfun.com. You can see. Be okay. part of the team. But she told me, I'm like, we're doing the podcast here, da, da, da. and I'm all obsessed. Right. Well, we should we da, da. She's like, or you could just do the podcast and have fun. <laughs> you could just go. Right. yeah. She goes, I really like you and Reap together. guys could just go and just shoot the shit. Right. Bing. See? Are we counting that one? I wasn't sure. I said shoot the shit. Yeah.
4: <sighs> <laughs> so anyway,
1: so um, before I, I let you talk, John Reap. Fine, I, fine, I know fine. You I'm, I'm waiting patiently like uh, a true Southern gentleman. <laughs> we have a thing. Do you know if thinking that you left your garage door open, is that some type of ailment or thing? that you can grow into because every time i drive away from my house <laughs> i think i left my garage door open and i'm obsessed going i think i left it open or as you have seen we parked the car I was say, and then i leave and i'm like did i did i, got I lock the door it? right and, and, and then and i you rom- walk back half the way is that an is that a uh what's it called a problem uh, yeah, not a problem, uh, no, but what is you that, call that? An like an ocd thing?
2: Maybe so. Uh, although my garage door, I don't know if yours does this, sometimes you'll, will, you know, it'll be shutting. It'll shut and it'll bounce right back up. Like if you, is, that, is that why you think that maybe it bounced up? So now I, when I, I leave, I sit there and I watch it go all the way down. I wait
1: a minute. And no, then I, I just go. don't know if I hit the button. Oh, okay. Even though I do. I mean, I've never not, not hit the button, right. but I get about 20 minutes. Do they have uh, do do garage that openers things? that
2: text you? <laughs> like, I, I <laughs> wish my nice. car
1: could text me. Yeah. Or I think they have
2: garage re- that re- would refrigerators me. that can do that now and would
1: say, hey, uh, you're close. You're cool. Yeah. I want, I, I want a text from my. Let garage me ask you says, No,
2: we're good. How far down the road have you gotten before you realized? I don't remember if I left it open and then turned around, and went back a I,
1: mile, two miles, 10 miles. You no, know, I stress about it the entire way to the airport. And then I have mm-hmm. a neighbor who I never talk to, except for I'll text him and go, I don't think my garage door open. Go check it for me. Do you have a little keypad out
2: outside of the garage door that you can open up? No, manually? my
1: garage door opener is from uh, nineteen seventy four Sears. Yeah, it's got the Flintstones. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah, so, <laughs> nice. Well, hopefully I get out of that. So, but or that I also the other thing I have is uh, I think my cell phone is vibrating in my pocket when I'm not. I don't phantom. I don't have a, a cell phantom phone rings. In my
2: that hap- I, That's a phenomenon. And a lot of people get that. You get it too? Yeah, I get it uh, all the time. I'll just I'll, I think I feel it. I put my hand on it. And my, my phone's not even in there. That can't be good for our balls. Though. No. I mean, if you think about it, if your
1: balls are randomly no. given a little vibrate, letting you know. Yeah. But is that actually happening or is it your is brain there a way, doing that? Yeah. Is there a way our balls can let us know that the garage door is closed? <laughs> that, See, would, be that would be a perfect will, hybrid. Yes. If my
2: balls stop vibrating, I go, my garage door's open. <laughs> if we could somehow get the garage door to well, send a text message <laughs> to our balls so that if we get like two vibrates, bzz, bzz, okay, garage door down, you're, you're good to go. Enjoy your trip. All right, so well, maybe well, we can happens. come up with
1: a pill like a, a pill well, for that. Well,
2: I, 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 it might be an OCD thing because I do remember the last time that you you drove us here, you parked the car, we got out. You know, and I'm I'm not paying attention to what you're doing with your keys. I'm on my phone too as I'm yeah. walking, and I get we get halfway here, and you go, "Did I lock my doors?" And I
1: go, "I don't know, man." And then you sprinted back to check. So see, that would be an argument, not an argument with my wife, but I I throw all of that stuff yeah. onto my wife. Like oh, she's yeah. supposed to be the keeper. Of she's all supposed things. to know what you just did. Like if I go to a restaurant with her, I look at her and go, uh-huh. "Do I like the Caesar salad here?" Right. Like she is officially yeah. my desktop of memory.
2: Right. I do that too. You, it's like you use her for the cloud. It's like she's your <laughs> extra storage.
1: Yeah. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> and you have limited bandwidth, right. and most of our bandwidth is sucked up with porn. So those <laughs> right. the, uh,
2: hard, uh, hard drives. Yes, the hard drives the cloud, is loaded with the Caesar salad file. stuff
1: out there. Yeah, so I never thought about it. Yeah, <laughs> use your wife as the cloud and just look at her and go, yeah, you know what? This guy just said his name. Let's throw it up to the cloud. Yeah, I, I need you to get that for me later. <laughs> and then you then you ask her. Yeah. Takes my balls. All right.
3: Heffron and Reed. <laughs> Subject change. You
2: got big news. I. Oh,
3: yeah. If you
2: want to. If, well, you know. I was going to ask you how your fourth was first before we got into I, that. You know but what, I can John, do that. It's
3: not about me.
1: Well,
2: come I'm on, let you talk. It's about us, you know. Let's I would you ask talk. you about the fourth, and then you would say a story, and then when you were done, you go, "How was your
1: fourth? Yeah, it's a back I'm and so forth for the fourth. I know my wife uh, has a clicker, and she's been counting how long we've been talking. Okay, you,
2: so. I have big news.
1: Remember when I wasn't here Wait, last? Do you week? need some kind of? A I don't know. Is I don't there... have big news. Out of all the bumpers I have, I don't have, have a big news bumper.
3: Wait, we'll, we'll try this, Ready, John? <laughs> okay. Affrin and Reef. Shameless Plugs.
2: And news. Uh,
3: yes, yeah, so last
2: week, uh, if you noticed, Heffern and I were out. Um, I couldn't make it. I was actually in town. You were out of town, but nice. I was out of, I was in town. I couldn't make it. I was on an audition for a movie that I ended up booking. So I booked a movie. Yay, me. Yeah. And that's, you know, the only movie I've ever done was Harold and Kumar Escape from Guantanamo Bay. And that was just a small, small had like role. three scenes, but it only took me like five days to shoot it. This one will be shooting in Detroit. I'm supposed to be gone for six weeks. Locked in. And it's like a whole... I'm like in the movie a lot, so... And you're shooting in, in my hometown? In your hometown, that's right. In Detroit. Rock City, baby. Hmm. I'm yeah. not sure exactly where I'm, I'm going to be and where I'm staying yeah, or when it's going to be, but... Uh, just
1: found out, and it's yesterday. a disaster film, kind of right? Yeah, it's not a comedy. It is a uh, I action guess thriller. Is where you, you know, I guess Detroit's probably getting a lot of disaster films. <laughs> it looks, yeah, it looks like <laughs>
2: right? you know, like, like a, a you know, a terrorist attack just happened there. But um, no, we uh, it's uh, right now it's untitled, but they're kind of calling it Category Six. It's about like a random huge tornado that comes in. It's your modern day twister. And they right. got some kid. The the girl from The Walking Dead is the lead in it. Uh, so, I play an idiot tornado chaser who wants to run with the big boys, but I don't know what I'm doing. You know, casting. I'm just an idiot. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I, hey, I'll take it. Right, the good right. thing about typecast is the word cast. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you got That's the part. True. <laughs> That's true. That's true. But so so, yes, that's my big news, and uh, yeah, that's why I wasn't here last week, and uh, you were actually in uh, North Carolina. I was in North Carolina,
1: so we got to figure out. So that's the end of July. You start shooting there.
2: Yeah, I might have to miss Montreal now um, because we're we're going to. Yeah,
1: we were both going to be up in Montreal. Yeah, where uh, the Muppets are performing in Montreal, and when you do Montreal, you perform at this gala thing that's on uh, television, and the Muppets are hosting. One of the galas, and I'm just, I'm just. Are you looking forward to that? Or are you dreading? I'm that? hoping so bad at that the Muppets are on my gala. Okay, how would you not not want to be introduced oh by the Muppets? If it's Kermit. think of one human, like real human being that you'd be excited about if they said your name and you walked out. I, there's not one human. Oh I, really? I, I, I could care Steve less. Steve Martin, that'd be nice. Really? Yeah, I think, I'd more, Short. I think I'd rather have the Muppets because I would sit on Fridays and watch the Muppets <laughs> Yeah,
2: Yeah, that that goes back a long time. That's I, true.
1: And the last time I was there, it was Jim Belushi, and he was a douche. So oh, I, he I, was? Ugh, douche. I've heard that about him. Douche. I've never met him, but this is all hearsay, but you're telling
2: me. Right? No, it's not hearsay. I have confirmed fact. He's and a douche. misogynist I've heard. Don't know of that, but he was a douche to me. Well, can you get into that one real quick, or is that going to take a long time?
1: Too long, and why give him the thing? I've got to talk about Kermit. <laughs> All right, exactly. Uh, but Who can was you, not you a douche? imagine if Fozzie the Bear introduces you? That's what I was going to say. Not it's to like be Fozzie. Not some like, hey, my dad had six bucks. We had a fake Fozzie yeah. Bear show up at
2: our house. It was, I'm talking
1: real Fozzie the Bear.
2: Yeah, it's going to be, is it going to blow you the illusion that you'll see the guy standing there with his hands stood sure. up like this with sticks? When you're When you're talking to Fozzie, will you look at Fozzie? Why you would I not talk directly to uh, my bad my bad let's move on uh i think you're right Comment to the uh, oh.
3: Henry. <laughs> subject change
1: <laughs> so tell me how was your fourth? you were in my my
2: hometown I was
3: in, north carolina um
1: raleigh uh raleigh. No. i was in um Nagsad, north carolina right did you enjoy it there uh i would do a couple shout outs uh to the mosquitoes that oh, i met God. while i was out there please go fuck yourself <laughs> uh there we go what's bit dollar they were relentless. And I went uh, go-karting, which was different when you go go-karting as a 40-something.
4: Right.
1: You're not as afraid as the kid telling you to stop bumping. What kid? The kid's working. Uh, oh. You know what I mean? There's a kid's like, stop bumping. Stop, oh, the ones stop running, running the ride or yeah, whatever. When yeah, when you're okay. like 11, okay. those, those guys are 16, you're and right. you're kind of afraid of them. Yeah. But when you're 42- They might have facial hair. Yeah, when you're 42, <laughs> you're not as so. I, I can't believe the death that they let us deal on that course. It was one of the funnest- Four minutes I've ever
2: had. Were you racing other adults, or were there kids on that track with you? I mean, was oh, it... there's my
1: family. Yeah, the, the, the kids in my family, the seven year olds and stuff, are equally. And they'll run up on you, huh? And you just spin them. You try those, yeah. cha- you do, those spin out things. Those you see can tops. be.
2: I mean, I've seen people run up over the top of other go karts. I mean, they can be dangerous, but they're fun. With yeah. Myrtle Beach has them too, and they're so much fun. Really good time. Yeah. It's basically bumper cars. That's what you try to make. You need to
1: do that. They need to have, like, a course. just called, like, Road Rage, where you're just allowed. Right. Like, an adult bumper car. You're it's not one allowed. that's like a
2: stick. No. with The sparks coming want, out. You go, it go one mile an hour. On it, it's it's not. But yeah, I don't want that. No. I it'd be fun. Like, a Road Rage adult bumper car thing. Yeah. Where it's a, basically a race, a track. And, uh, and you, you really choose to get to aggressive. If
1: you get really aggressive, then right. that's how you choose to play. But if it's called bumper car, then that's like a comic who says I'm an edgy comic. Well, the fact that you, you said say you're that edgy that means you're out again. Means that you're completely. <laughs> out. But you know what? Um, no, no, no. Don't hit that button. Uh, actually, uh, speaking of comics and stuff, I've been reading online. Yeah. Uh, my favorite magazine is Laughspin magazine. Is that a magazine? It's online. Okay, but it's that's online really how magazine. everything goes. True. No, no one was going to pick up a physical magazine. Yeah. Like, what is that? And there's a lot of stories that uh, Dylan, the guy who created it, posts on Facebook. I was like, you know what? Since we're a comedy podcast, okay, why don't we get some like uh, cool news? So Dylan writes for that magazine. He he owns man. This is the guy. This is him. This is this is equivalent of getting Hugh Hefner on the phone. Oh wow! Like if we were talking about naked naked girls. Uh-huh. And, and, you know. But we're talking we about comics. Them, but if we're talking we about Dylan. comics and comic gossip right. and stuff like that, uh, this would be the guy. Should I answer it? Yeah, why don't you hit that thing? Middle button. Here Middle we go. Button. Right, here we go. All right, Dylan, hello.
5: Hey, guys.
1: How are you, sir? It is uh, Dylan from laughspin.com. Uh, you know, go check out Laugh. By the way, is Dylan our first guest we've ever had?
2: Um, n- well, not technically. You had that one guy call in about oh, okay. how to argue and stuff. Oh, perfect. Dylan, how long have you had laughspin.com?
5: Uh, well, I launched it. Uh, it used to be called punchlinemagazine.com. Uh, oh, yeah. I launched that in uh, in the fall of 2005. So, it's been it's been laughspin for a, for about a year now. We launched we we relaunched it as laughspin in July of last year.
2: Interesting. Why the name change?
5: Well, um, I feel like well, first of all, like you guys mentioned before I, before I got on the word magazine, yeah, uh, is, is kind of uh, become you know like you said what the hell is a magazine? Right, so exactly. I, I wanted to get away from magazine, um, and I wanted I wanted something to be just I, I wanted to be just a little bit more punchy mm-hmm. and 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 quick. Um, and uh, I don't know. Did it, it have just, anything it
2: just... to do with the fact that there are punchline comedy clubs, and you were not really affiliated with them, and you wanted to sort of hmm. just you know separate yourself
5: yeah that's a that's a tiny thing i mean believe it or not it didn't it it wasn't that much of an issue right um but yeah you're right i mean there's you know there's 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 punchline comedy clubs and there's i'm sure there's other punchline brand and things out there so yeah why i mean you know why why confuse anybody once in a while i would get an email saying like oh are you affiliated right i would just say no and but they were they were they cool. they never uh, you know yeah. they never said anything they never you know and i like it cuz
1: you know i read all of his posts that he posts on his timeline on on facebook that you know i'm not i'm not a, a smart reader <laughs> uh so they're nice and short and then there's pictures and there's usually videos so if you're a yeah. comedy fan i definitely That's would perfect. go to laughspin.com and uh you know check it out do you have any cool stories that uh me or john can either get mad about be excited about um, you know <laughs> it really all depends on my, how insecure i am that particular day <laughs> when i read about another comic doing well have you had an article right. written about you in this in this um, blogger magazine we were nominated john with through laughspin for um, our last podcasting well awesome you we were on, on the on. but that's also what i would like to talk to uh, dylan Boat. but do you have any uh because, he, here's what I think happens. And Dylan, this is this is uh, not directed to you, but John, I okay. think it, it. Well, and I could be wrong, Dylan. Feel free to whatever. There's a okay. a a group of cool kids right. that are in comedy. Yeah. That almost like if you're part of the yearbook staff, right. you take pictures <laughs> of your friends. Yeah. Okay. I've and if you're that. not part of that clique, uh-huh. then there's little to nothing written about you. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like so here and now, I could be. Uh, uh, you know a little jaded but if you know the guys I think that perform at like coffee shops with notebooks get more press mm-hmm. than guys like me and you who work 48 weeks out of a year right. uh, doing our shows it's kinda not like, sets right. our shows we're
2: out there fighting the fight but no one's writing about yeah. us Yeah.
1: I mean are we wrong that about happen. that D- uh, Dylan? Uh, kind um, of maybe or no I, I, I'll also I mean, accept from, you're not popular enough to write about I also get that too you know yeah
5: Right. I I mean I'll I'll say this I, I, about the way I cover comedy I've always tried to you know cover as as equally as possible which is why you know you'll see you know I I you you'll see Larry the Cable Guy interviews alongside you know Martin interviews yeah. and you right. know I mean basically the way um the way I I run the site is is like any kind of consumer magazine which is you know, you want to peg it. You want to peg an interview, um, or you know, or a larger feature to some to some sort of news
4: mm-hmm. peg. Mm-hmm.
5: So you know, if somebody's putting out a DVD, if somebody's you know right. just launching a big tour, if somebody's putting out uh, a CD, or if they're on a if they're starring on a television show that's just about the premiere, you know, th- those are things we look for. I mean, obviously, we we do shorter, you know, shorter news stories. Mm-hmm. Um, you know when the, the site's updated, you know anywhere between five, six, seven, ten times a day. Um, so and so, I mean, we we try to keep it. Um, that as, makes. I mean, as, that makes sense. Get if it, you got yeah.
2: something new to talk about, then there's there's the news. I mean, if it if it's a guy like you or me or other guys like us who've been doing comedy for over fifteen years and and you don't, haven't released a new CD or DVD, I mean, then what uh-huh. what, what is there to talk about? Oh, I'm going to be in uh, Portland again. You know, so I, yeah. I, I get that. Yeah, it's just funny how insecure right.
1: that- us uh, comics are. Dylan, I forgot you were, you were talking. You're doing like a, a re- whatever the interview question website is. You're doing questions. People were asking random questions.
5: Oh, on Formspring, yeah. Yeah,
1: Formspring. So somebody asked, said my name, and Dylan wrote, um, great, great writer, mm-hmm. great performer, uh, not groundbreaking, uh, never lets an audience down. Right. That's three positives. What? <laughs> what two words do you think I walked around obsessing that somebody said about me
3: uh, <laughs> right? Groundbreaking? like like at
1: what, like at, at what point point? And, and then this what you know what this is for a whole different podcast that I would love to talk about next so I was like really And my wife goes that's a great that's a great thing you never let an audience sound you don't like right. i when I get on stage I try to throw 98 miles an hour the entire time yeah because I care that you got a babysitter I care that you found parking right i you know yeah. so I'm not up there to go hey you know not trying kind of to be cool. You're there,
2: you're, there, you're there to sell the shit out of your act and, just, and make sure and then, everybody leaves happy. Here's
1: what we have to do. We have to take a break because right. every once in a while we play commercials so uh, me and John don't have to pay for bandwidth or rent studio time. Right. It's, uh, you know Everyone would do the same. But uh, what was I saying? You're, you're, you're focusing on the negative in that. Oh, so core. here we go. What do you mean I'm not groundbreaking? Like, so <laughs> Then uh, I listened to, I heard a, a Richard Jenny. Bit oh, right. from 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Right. And I have a bit now. It's one of my favorite bits mm-hmm. about my wife telling me when to get over when the exit's coming. Okay. Right. I listen to Richard Jenny's bit. That's 20 years ago. Right. Never heard it. Right. My wa- wife telling you when to get over. Very it. similar. Uh, uh, very similar. Because, yeah. So then I went, eh, okay. I'm not groundbreaking. Never heard that before. <laughs> right, right. But that's all. Hey, Dylan, do you have. Uh, do you, do you have a little bit of time? Can we put you yeah, on course, hold? How much time do we have? Do we have 30 seconds? We have one minute? Hey, Dylan, let's play a real fun game, and then we're going to have you right back. But since you're here, okay, i will play a game. Ready? Here we go, Dylan. I want you to say, A or B, is this a Nicole Kidman movie or defunct sports magazine? You're going to have to guess. Ready? Am I,
2: pl- yeah. I, am I playing with him, or is it just
1: Dylan? Just Dylan. Okay. Ready? BMX Bandits. Is it a Nicole Kidman movie or defunct sports magazine? That's a, uh,
5: that's a Nicole Kidman movie. Oh, right. I, got knew, I knew that one, too. I remember okay, that.
1: Okay, here's the next one. Hard Gainer. Nicole Kidman movie or, or defunct sports magazine? Defunct sports magazine. This is, is he guy. right? This is why he, oh, he knows his magazine. Here's the next one and last one. Wind Rider. Wind Wait, Rider. Wait, again? Wind Rider.
5: Uh. Wow. Wow. That's a tough one. I'm going to go with
3: Nicole Kidman. Whoa, we got him all right. Three for three. Nice job.
1: (laughs) Sorry, wounded
3: warriors. You get nothing. Heffron and Reap will be right back.
2: I'm just addicted to it. Oh, yeah. Just all around cool. They're awesome. Number one. (laughs) You're listening to the Toad Hop Network. Radio worth watching.
0: I think that's uh,
6: perfect the way you do that. Those were teams in Southern California, but scorebig.com is everywhere. everywhere. I, just had a, I, got a global. I got a tweet from a guy saying he's got his Giants tickets and he saved
0: 30%. Awesome. Thanks, scorebig.com. And that's what we're talking about. Uh, not just nosebleed seats, everything from the floor to the rafters. And again, no service or shipping fees ever. Your offer at scorebig.com is what you pay.
3: Follow them on Twitter.
4: Totally for sure.
3: At Hefren and Reap. We are back
2: from the break. We did a little bill play, yeah. Yeah, we're gonna keep the lights on here at the we're studio. Keep the lights on, I don't know what you got to play the Show commercials. Hub Network theater. <laughs> by
1: the way, anybody that goes, hey, you know, I, I gotta keep saying this. Uh, stop playing commercials. If we want to hear that, we'd go to regular radio. Mm-hmm. No, you can't. There's not regular radio that has. No one can say fuck. <laughs> right. Dollar to and Wounded For warriors. a cause. Yeah, you're not going to find on coffee and jammer in the morning. So there you stop go. with the threats. Yeah. Stop. Thank you. Seriously. Yeah. Just we're, get used to it. We're grown adults. Enjoy we're the entertainment
2: society. S- That's how we are. And you. if
1: you don't enjoy the it. The sooner
2: you get to know that, the better off you're going to be. Move on to something else. Amen. All right, we have Dylan
1: still on hold. Dylan, you there? Dylan from laughspin.com. Hey, everybody. All right, so Dylan, so if we were to go to your uh, site right now, uh, yeah. what are some uh, cool stores?
5: Well, uh, actually, just uh, moments ago, I posted uh, this bit about uh, Daniel Tosh.
1: Mm -hmm.
5: Apparently, uh, (laughs) I thought you guys would have some opinions about this. Apparently, he was at the Laugh Factory last Friday, and he was doing uh, some rape jokes, and uh, he was explaining how rape jokes are always funny. This is all according to uh, somebody who was in the audience and wrote about it on, uh, on on their Tumblr page and finally the this this woman uh heckled him and said actually rape jokes are never funny and so this spurred him to fire back with something along the lines of wouldn't it be funny if that girl just wouldn't wouldn't it be funny if that girl got raped by five guys right now wouldn't hmm. that be hilarious right so hmm. that, and did the
2: room explode with laughter <laughs>
5: According, according to the woman, uh, they, they, there was laughter, yes. I don't know if it exploded, but there was laughter. So, uh, I don't know, about an hour or so ago, Tosh took to his Twitter account and uh, apologized. I don't know how uh, sincere he was about it, but he did apologize.
1: I'm kind of thinking, that's the, John, that's the smarter way to go as a comic. You pick something. Mm-hmm. You say it. And you get an uproar. Right. And then you apologize. You get a lot of attention. And you got a lot of attention. And you probably get more Twitter followers too in the apology.
2: The fact that people want to see it. You know, they're like, oh, let's go see that. Let's see what he's going to say next.
1: That's an interesting thing because also on, you know, on Laughspin, there's some guy, I I don't know him, so I I didn't even put his name to brain. If my wife was there, I'd use my wife as the cloud and say, who was I talking about? (laughs) Some guy did something similar on on Twitter and and people kind of blew up. Yeah. You know, said how dare you say this stuff and then I was, was it s- something
2: misogynistic, uh so,
1: Yeah, what, whatever women it was. Or? Because right. you know, keep in mind I could care less what other comics do. Right. But now it's just like John Rape, you didn't mention Wait well Rape. You said John Rape. I said John Rape. <laughs> <laughs> what if you, you switch it to John Rape? You got that in your head right now. Well, obviously, Dylan, showing us I'd... that if if you talk about rape, it's
2: hilarious. Apparently, it'd be a lot funnier. I you should, should do be John that. Rape. I should be John Rape because rape, so rape is rape always and hilarious. hilarious. <laughs> rape and Well, I will say this before we move on, and I want to get to what you just yeah. getting at. But uh, in Daniel Tosh's defense, I am all for if someone's going to heckle, whether or not you deserve it. If you're going to be the person to speak up and yell something at the comic. All bets are off. I can do and say anything I want now. You know, know Canada.
1: Somebody sued. There was uh, some lesbians. Some
2: they don't have freedom of speech in Canada.
1: Some comic made fun of two uh, lesbians in the crowd, and they sued him. uh, And they won. What did they win? Money? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Right? Yeah, they they won they won money. It
5: was. I mean, he's, he's, I don't know, I actually talked to that guy about this case. I, I don't know what's happening. I know he's trying to, you know, fight it. But, yeah, they, I forgot how much it was, but they, they won money. There's some bogus, like, like third-party, you know, rights council in Canada right. that, bas- that basically awarded uh, the women the money. We
2: don't have that here, do we?
5: I don't get. Like, I don't think so. No, okay, no.
2: Good. Thank God.
1: I don't get. Uh, well, remember yeah, but, that when you go to Montreal, there. Be careful. Yeah. The, well, uh, your act and my act are, are similar, and it's just the decision mm-hmm. that I made. Uh, you know, when I was eighteen, nineteen years old, uh, as a comic. Like yeah. I love seeing dirty comics mm-hmm. that do it really well. Some of my I, favorite ones. And are I dirty. sit back and I go, ugh. Oh, yeah. Man, I wish I could say what that guy said because, you know, like our buddy Ari Safier, yeah. uh Bill Burr, like th- yeah. those guys who hang out in that room, I think are hilarious. Yeah. But there's a lot of comics, if they think, but they get street cred if they think if they say the word, uh, or if- Almost every female comic, I think, will bring up an abortion at some point during her act. Right. Right? Abortion or rape or or whatever. And then people, I don't. Relationships. That's not a go-to muscle for me. Right, right. No, I get Or maybe I'm too safe. You're just safe. You're just, you do safe things. Well, I see. I kind of look at comedy as now, Mm -hmm. at 24 years into it, Mm -hmm. as a a profession. Yeah. As a product. Right. You're a brand now. Right. Yeah, that's what you, and and yeah. there's some comedy purists that would be like, well, no, it's the art. Eh, you know what? It was the art the first 15 years. <laughs> yeah. but now that I have no other skill <laughs> to fall onto, it turned into a fucking business. And th- there it is. Thank you, Wonder <laughs> Warriors. Um, what do you think about that? I think uh, for me,
2: and I, and I understand what you're saying. That makes total sense. And I, 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 Keep in I mind, in, I don't
1: care what other comics do right. and whatever floats your boat. Some of but.
2: my favorite comics, like you, are dirty. Like, uh, I mean, I grew up li- loving Richard Pryor, uh, Eddie Murphy, you know, George Carlin. But uh, for every one Richard
1: them. Pryor that happens because they're being filthy, there's 3,000 comics that don't make it that aren't as good. And then you're a 50 year old comic at a third show Saturday talking yeah. about blowjobs and boy, isn't Pot funny? You drive slower on Pot. Yeah, yeah. That is a very sad
2: existence. To me. That And I agree with that. But what I'm just saying is I agree with you in the fact that some of my favorite all-time comedians were some of the dirty, Now, I also love a lot of clean guys, too, you know, like uh, Bill Cosby, Brian Regan, Jim Gaffigan, guys that make a lot of money being clean. And for me, it was a personal choice because I just thought, well... You know, but back before cable and satellite and the internet and all this stuff, there wasn't a lot of options for you to be seen by a big audience unless you're on television. And the only way to do that in primetime network TV is if you're clean. If you're dirty, you'll never get that shot. So I thought, well, you know, I think it'll be easier if I start off clean and then, you know, if I ever feel the urge to get dirty, I can always add a fuck, a shit, a goddamn. Into a joke about my dad snoring, if I wanted to. Yeah, that's what a lot of comics don't... It's easier to make a clean bit dirty than it is to make a dirty bit clean. Hands down.
1: In all, you could easily shine it up by swearing more during the cleanest bit. Yeah. But then... And chugging a beer. If you take it on a corporate standpoint, (laughs) you know...
2: Yeah, there you go. You don't um, get a lot of corporate work when you're... You get none. So now it
1: becomes becomes a money issue, like... Okay, if you're super dirty, I think, now I could be wrong, Dylan, feel free to jump in, I disagree, but if you're super dirty, right, like where just everyone loves you, everyone, there's there's that super dirty guy that comes along every 10 years. 16-year-olds to 24-year-olds would think you're hilarious. Right. But here's the problem, I think, with hanging in that age range, they turn 26. Yeah. And then you lose them. Yeah. So if you're a really good college act at 19, 20 and girls scream for you, eventually- they will graduate, become 25, and now nobody gives a shit about you anymore. Right? So, like, yeah. look at Andrew Dice Clay. Yeah. Like, he probably made millions and millions of dollars right. uh, when he was at his you know, prime. Yeah. Then afterwards, one maybe not favorites. so much. Yeah, exactly. So, as a comic, what would you rather do? Would you rather make $3 million in one year and be a flash, like, Flash and Pan? Like, mm-hmm. $3 bucks is a lot of money to do that? Or would you rather make a consistent living? Of, you know, 300,000 for your entire career.
2: You, uh, I, uh, The latter sounds more reasonable, but th- that's a problem. Most comedians don't get into comedy because they're, they, don't, they think long term. <laughs> you know, they're just guys who are funny and want to get on stage and, and try and make people laugh and get laid. Uh, but a lot I, of, but after a while you gotta grow up you gotta feel like, okay well I got a house I got a though. mortgage I mean, know, some people
1: do some people don't you know yeah I've seen a, there's a lot of guys that you know are older and still talk about that and I think it's done well let's let's get Dylan yeah perspective. we're really bad at, yeah we don't Dylan we don't have a lot of guests so the fact that we've ignored
2: you <laughs> for the last re, re, you know it's only our third episode this we'll, little, we'll little smiley face icon turned better. into
1: like a, pretty much just <laughs> a stone face. <laughs>
5: I mean, this is this is good. I, I enjoy listening to you guys uh, chatting about this.
1: So, what do you think, Delhi? Do, do you have any opinion on you know, yeah, not necessarily, but you've written your about philosophy, versus, yeah. clean versus dirty. I'm going to shut up
4: now.
5: And I listen. mean, you know, I, I think it's important uh, in comedy and really in, in in any art to to evolve. So, you know, like you said, John, if if uh, uh, John was an age,
4: yeah, uh,
5: if uh, <laughs> if you are that 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 college comedian who you know, kind of is dirty and caters to a younger set, then, um, you know, eventually you have to, you have to evolve so that, you know, when your, your audience starts to, you know, mature and evolve, they stay with you. And, and hopefully it's, it's an organic thing. Hopefully it just comes naturally that you naturally evolve. Hopefully it's not that, you know, you're forcing yourself to, think mm-hmm. a way that you're not, you know, naturally thinking. Um, but yeah, I mean, you you have to like anything else. You you have to evolve. And the thing with you know shock comedy is you know to me the definition of of shock comedy is 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 comedy that's 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 shocking in and of itself and and has no kind of artistic merit to it. So to me, you can't call like a Jim Norton a shock comic because he uh, you know superficially yes he, he talks about awful. Dirty, horrible thing.
1: But he's intelligent about
5: it. Under exactly. Underneath it all, there's this incredibly kind of deep
4: yeah. and right.
5: damaged person yeah, yeah. who's 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 talking really sincerely about his life and he's and he's making it funny. So he probably has a lot of younger fans that mm-hmm. latch on just to the, you know, the you know, the hooker the, the hooker bits. And then he's got older friends uh, older friends, older fans mm-hmm. Who you know?
2: They know, actually are the paying attention is, to the subtext and the the, the deep part that, of it. Yeah,
5: that's right. That's right. Like mm. I, I appreciate listening to, to a guy like him because he makes me feel like less of a scumbag, and he, <laughs> yeah. you know, he makes me he makes me feel better about myself, and it, you know and. and I and guess I think the guy what he does is really important.
1: The guys who do it well mm-hmm. do it well. Right. The ones who do it yeah. bad uh, just do it hideously bad. And, and when I'm on the road and work with an MC or or feature, mm-hmm. I, I tend to bite my lip because you don't want to be the old guy giving advice. Right, but right. you're like, okay, dude, seriously. Yeah. Why are you programming or writing your entire show for the second show Friday? Why Why is that show your focus? I just don't see long term. Mm-hmm. You can have, you can, as a comic, you can develop two parallel sets. If you want, you can, you know, do some one but not mics where you just have some really awesome, you know, mm-hmm. blue stuff. But yeah, I just think financially, right. it's a smarter play. Unless you don't care about money and it's the art and all that kind of stuff that hats off to you. But right. I don't want to be homeless That's when I'm 60. risky. Yeah. yeah, I and I there's you know certain places I don't want to have to perform at. Yeah, I mean at some point,
2: you know, comedy's got to lead somewhere else. I, I I think, you know, you can't just I mean yeah, you can, you can be a stand-up for for your entire life, but the you know, you're going to have peaks where you're like popular here and then you know, you're going to get older. No, it's ebbs and, and it, flows. So it's ebbs and flows, but you know, the safe bet is to, you know, you start comedy and you get into it you're like, "Well, I think I'd rather be a writer." For a, yeah, for a, for a sitcom. Oh, I think, I think I'd rather just be a good a comedic actor. You know, or and, you and disappear you and in the corporate both. world. Or I do. You just, I there, do yeah. so
1: many fortune 10 companies like you know mercedes perhaps like really big mm-hmm. high-end companies where you kind of have to be yeah. cleaner yeah but you know what what's the what's the difference of you know the same feeling of going at a crap you know 2 a.m spot in los angeles right. performing in front of corporate it's the same toughness yeah just one crowd is dressed a little bit nicer that's the only yeah the attitude and stuff is all there so it's i just like, i, I, I hear, hear you dylan are you uh where are you based
5: uh, I'm in New Jersey, right outside
1: of New
2: York. Okay. So you see a lot of – was it safe to say you have a lot of uh, like uh, New York um, ties? Like you like New York comics? I mean, who, who some, yeah. I'm just you curious. Know, like he personally. really hates –
1: you didn't see the article he wrote about guys from Hickory, North <laughs>
2: Carolina. <He laughs> Honestly, there was a good <laughs> article. I was going to bring this up. <laughs> uh, when my DVD came out, they actually wrote uh, an article about me, and it, sure. and, I, and I, I enjoyed it. It was actually a good article, and it said, uh, John Reap, L- less Toby Keith, more Wilco you know and that, that was a great title so
1: i like that hey, at least you didn't have the words not groundbreaking in your... <laughs> well, i didn't read it i just saw the title uh, uh, you know i don't read dylan, i saw well, the picture I go, that looks yeah, good you know what uh dylan we gotta go because we actually have a club owner on the other line and i'm and since we're talking about the financials the i punch guess line, no yeah, doubt. uh we're gonna talk to him but we really appreciate you being on and Uh, open invitation if we'd like to have you on the other shows and you can just throw down some comedy gossip that people can find when you're not on our show at laughspin.com you know get on the mailing list check it out Uh, you know friend them on Facebook and do you have a a Twitter Dylan?
5: sure yeah we're at laughspin.com on Twitter
1: yeah at laughspin.com All right. very cool Dylan thank you so much thank you and we'll talk to you soon I really appreciate you calling I know it's a pain in the ass to spend uh, 10 minutes I know because I do 50 Interviews a week, yeah. So we appreciate it. We really appreciate <laughs> Thanks it. Thanks for hanging there, Dylan. We'll talk to you later, buddy. Anytime. Thanks, Bye-bye. guys. Bye. See, but I have this right here. We have another guest, but you can't listen. Wait, listen, I'm waiting.
3: It's the cool as guest time.
1: What was that word? Bleeped out. He, he says shit, but it, he didn't pause well enough. It's the cool as like, blank guest time. Yeah. Oh, okay. okay yeah, listen, there was a listen, little pause. I've, I've got 500 of them. Play it again. Them. Let's see if we can not, figure it Not out. all of them are going to be great. But right. I, so far, you know. Um, here we go. It's the Okay, hold on. Well, hold on. Let's go back in our time machine.
3: Okay, we'll We're right back to that before ago. that
1: happened, and now let's hit this.
3: It's the coolest guest time. Yeah, nah, the, I, I,
2: the problem is the as ends with the an s and the shit starts with the s. Oh yeah, you so there needs to be a pause there. Yeah, you're you're right. That's where it's confusing. We are but going anyway. to
1: vote that bumper off. Um, <laughs> by the way, we we've donated a lot to wounded warriors. Uh, if you go to swearjarfund.com and tomorrow. Um, I'm in uh, Vegas performing for the Wounded Warriors, and I'm trying to decide if I want to tell the higher-ups there that we have a swear jar.
2: Oh, well, yeah, Like, do I not. tell them? Of course.
1: I mean, yeah. we're going to make a lot of money for them.
2: Well, it's another way to but talk like, about your podcast, too.
1: Once they they think, really? Can you not raise Where's money that your way? Where's your swear jar? What's it for? Oh,
2: it's for the podcast, Heffern and Reap. <laughs> Check it out. Tuesdays, <laughs> three right. to four. All right, uh, so... Um, but yeah, why not? It's a good cause.
1: On the line right now, I uh, believe is uh, a good friend, very funny comic. Yeah. All right, here Is we it go. It's it's the middle one. Is my man, Jamie Bendel, on the phone?
2: Yes. Good good
3: afternoon, evening, gentlemen. Hello, buddy.
1: Jamie, thanks for coming. Jamie, uh, the owner of the Punchline in Atlanta, where I...
3: Hefren and Reef. Shameless plugs.
1: I'm there in about a month. <laughs> I'm there, but yeah. I don't have it in
2: front of me. It's further out. Okay, so there you go.
0: it's later on. Yeah. So later uh, Jamie on. owns the punch. Great. First of all, be, hey, wait! Before we get too much further, Kay. let me just, as a as a third party guest endorser, right? Um, you have to be looking at Laugh Spin every day. Okay, it's a great site. Dylan runs a fantastic ship over there. I couldn't be more happy for his success.
2: Now, so- is it true that you're the reason why he changed it from Punchline <laughs> to Laugh Spin because you brought you the filed up. a yeah. lawsuit? <laughs>
0: Um, I should probably <laughs> not make mention of that on uh, on a program like this because I do not. Um, unfortunately, my swear jar does not go. Uh, the okay, okay. Legal, legal fees associated with what?
1: the? Yeah. Just, say, just say, Jamie. I'll donate a buck. We have four hundred bucks in there. You could swear.
0: Actually, what I was thinking, as you were doing that lead-in, mm-hmm. I think what you should ask is you should encourage your uh, listeners. To match in their own personal
2: swear jars. You mean and like then, in their personal lives, or just during the show they're listening to us and they yell yeah, at the they radio? Probably swear
0: on
1: the house, <laughs> and then they could be part of our heifer and reap team and then donate. Yeah, that's right.
2: That's right. All
1: right, that's the honor system. Let's go for it. Yeah, that's yeah. swearjarfund I- dot com. You can see if we got four hundred uh, s words. That, but so we had Jamie on because we were Jamie. We were talking about um, just the economics of clean versus shock dirty i guess we're going extreme as a club owner somebody who has to fill Mm -hmm. 52 weeks a year am i completely off base and do i am i completely overthinking stuff
0: you're not completely overthinking it in fact i read an article today uh that was written by a comedian and it and it asked the question why are there no clean comedy rooms and he was using the phrase "clean," I think, as a synonym for Christian, uh, right. um, which is obviously what, a very different deal yeah. right
2: yeah. Um, there's that whole Apostles the, of comedy tour that's going on right now <laughs>
0: yeah. right, and there's and I actually know some comedians who perform in churches mm-hmm. right in these larger, more you know mall based you know former arena based churches right um, where they do offering shows where they are guaranteed no money. But they're allowed to do their show, and at the end of the show, they pass the basket, and whatever's in the basket, that's what they make.
1: We should try that. Uh, can we do that at that third show Saturday? You make all of us do at like eleven. Yeah. yeah. Can we just we do that? Go. That, <laughs> or if you want to add a Sunday show, that's a
2: perfect time to do that. We'll just turn the yeah. punchline into the punchline first Baptist Grill.
0: Yeah, and, and and the guys who have done the shows. Say they make incredible amounts of money.
4: Wow, that
0: that's interesting. It's it's way better. Now, do they,
2: they actually take that money and tithe ten percent of their <laughs> offering now, money? See
0: that I don't know. Okay. That I don't know. They should probably, right? I mean, theoretically. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. depends on depends on whether they're walking the walk, right? Right, right, right. Um, yeah, I wonder yeah. if I
1: would have to give my eight my manager. Ten percent of that because he doesn't believe in Jesus. <laughs> right. is, that, is that what Jewish people know. don't believe in? There did I find a loophole? That's <laughs> a good question. <laughs> I did am I? Just, sorry,
2: but you have no claim to this money. So <laughs> yeah, I, because you don't think I'll, you exist. I'll bet you. Then find a way.
1: <laughs> so, I, I, on a club standpoint, one one extreme ter- or the. How do you shock comics versus... You know, clean, you're right. It, that's tough Because right. to, I, I say I'm clean, but I'm not. I, I swear, and I talk about adult things. It's not a Disney show. Exactly. But I... Same here. Yeah. I guess
2: we'll let I our guests I think the go.
0: challenge is... Here's, here's the trick. Obviously, every comic, every comic, is looking really to acquire fans. Mm-hmm. Right? right? And so the question is, is the is the content of the material what's bringing the fans back to subsequent shows or is it the way in which the performer is presenting the material so in our case at the punchline i've booked clean comedians Mm -hmm. quote unquote clean comedians who are really they don't particularly swear in their shows they really don't like folks going up in front of them who are particularly profane Mm -hmm. um and and there are some of those guys who are who are who i would consider to be more anonymous quote unquote to the generic comedy fan um so those those shows can be more sparsely attended and i've also booked wickedly vulgar comedians <laughs> who um are funny but use language in a way that for for the folks who show up at any comedy club and that's always the challenge right mm-hmm. on any on any given friday or saturday night in any comedy club across america there are people who are walking in the door without any idea right. who the headliner is right. right right and so when that group of 12 is there for karen's birthday party right, right? <laughs> Then I would argue if you're going to play it safe, then it's better, probably, that there be somebody who's cleaner than somebody who's dirty. Right. So the trick then is I think if you're a more, you know, a dirtier comedian, so to speak, and you're really aggressive in the subject matter and the vocabulary that you use, then as a club owner, I hope that you sell enough tickets. To crowd out, yeah. Just the casual Karen and her 12th party kind of folks.
1: disciples, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a whole nother thing. Like, I mean, that's a whole nother podcast, but I've always, I, when people come to see me, mm-hmm. I try to elicit a feeling mm-hmm. of nostalgia, a, a feeling, right? Because after the show's over, when they're driving home, they're gonna remember how you made them feel yeah. and now what you made them say. That's mm-hmm. why I've never been jokey joke joke guy, because people will laugh then and on the way home, go, yeah, he was funny, and then the feeling stops there, because yeah. you gave them nothing to latch on, though. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's my little So you're twist. also
2: selling your personality, and that you're not just selling the jokes, you know? Yeah. I, I think that's what I, I mean, I, I do that, I think, right, Jamie? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: that is, right, yeah, but look, but both of you guys, right, each in your own way, engage with the audience in a way... That increases the likelihood that people say you you got to go see this guy that we saw last night, right? Right. And it's and they they say it in a way that's an endorsement of the good time that they have with you. On the other hand, if somebody is purely on stage to shock, mm-hmm. right, then um, they're they're doing something that I would argue I don't want to say it's easier necessarily, but certainly it increases the likelihood that they'll be successful in inducing shock as opposed to inducing laughter. And so the likelihood is is that after that show, somebody goes and says, you would not believe what I heard last night, and it may not necessarily be an endorsement of it. Right. You know? So, John, to your point, there's the, a comedian who's based on fun and, and, and relatability and identification with the material that the comedian's presenting right. is very different and the comedian who gets on stage and says i'm gonna say something and i'm gonna sneak the laugh out of you before you can stop yourself right, right. it's the kind of thing where you go oh my goodness i shouldn't have laughed at that right so <laughs> yeah <long>. um yeah. <laughs> so that's that's i think part of the part of the distinction but clearly there are people who are extraordinarily successful in both respects yeah. well
2: as a club owner let me ask you this in terms of clean comedy versus you know dirty comedy i guess we're gonna call it that. Um. You, I mean, part of your income is also uh, bar, bar sales, liquor, alcohol, food. Um, who sells more booze? <laughs> it's, it's probably the dirty comic,
0: right? I mean, actually, you, you know what it is? It's not. It's not necessarily clean or dirty, right? I would argue that that's a little more age-related, right? A comedian that draws a younger audience,
4: mm-hmm.
0: right? is more likely to do better in terms of alcohol sales than somebody who is an older audience.
1: Well, let's say often. let's say me because really the whole show is built around me. <laughs> and I talk I've talked a lot even though I said I was going <laughs> right. to talk. Okay. So I'm so but example, I I do right? more vo- like I'm my crowds are a little bit older and spend some cash. I probably sell more vodka and orange juice than I would Budweiser. Oh, I bet you I'm a Budweiser guy.
0: Right, so, Jamie. You don't have okay. those numbers in so let's, front of you. Let's, let's accept that as a, as a reasonable hypothetical. Although, John, I, I think in fairness, I, I am now nostalgic for the screwdriver that I had back at Panama City Beach. Ah. Uh, so you're very good at that. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. Um, the the in each instance, if you've got a couple that's out and they're having a couple of cocktails, and they know they got a babysitter at home, right. their consumption is going to be a little different than if it's a group of guys that are coming out because they came out to see, you know, somebody, whatever their comic of uh, choice is.
1: And uh, they just wanted to laugh and they, then hit the bath salt a little bit
2: later. Yeah,
0: right, 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 right. Right, right, right. Jaeger shots and the, sure, sure. The, the whole deal.
1: Well, Jamie, we yeah. got to wrap it up. Yeah, so we got to wrap All it up because right, we're getting a thing, but a couple things. Uh, Jamie, we'll have you on again so yeah. uh, uh, we can plug our dates. That'll be a way we can plug our Atlanta dates Absolutely. that we're having. Also, Absolutely. for those of you who um, care... Heffron, $8. Reap $4. So today, we swear not in vain, but we swear for our uh, swear jar For our wounded warriors. $12. Here's what
2: I'm going to do. Here's
0: what I'm going to do, boys. Okay. I will match. I will match. What Not what's already in the jar, but what you put in the jar between now and when John comes to town. I'll send him home with a check, and then I will match between John and John when you come later in the fall. And realistically, that's
1: not us. We're not allowed to have Tourette's. So this is realistic. So 12 bucks. Well, thank you. Well, thanks, Jamie. That's a big thing. All right, guys, that is our show. Um, We appreciate you. And if you haven't already, if you go up to iTunes and hit subscribe, the cool thing about hitting subscribe is uh, you have all of our shows on there and you can go back and check it out and it helps us. And if you get a chance, leave a comment and and stuff like that and we will see you guys uh, in one week. Uh, Um... Rock on your life. Give us a call.
3: <laughs> this, 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 this this, is the epicenter of audio frequency entertainment. I love it. It's awesome. <laughs> Can't get enough of it.
4: Oh, yeah. You guys are the best.
3: Heffron and Reap.
4: I love you, love you,
0: love you.
3: The Heffron You're and listening Reap to the Reap Show Toad Hop Network. Radio this. worth watching.